Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Jessica Moore. Jessica is a co-author for Les Brown's new book. Jessica is a speaker, podcast host, and business owner. And Jessica has been featured on Fox, CBS, and NBC. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. It's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you and where you are from? So I am originally from Detroit, Michigan. A little bit about me. I run an agency called Atlanta Youth Services, which is an agency for at-risk youth. And I'm also a speaker, author, and host of The Jessica Moore Show. I love it. Now, tell us more about the organization you are a part of and also your organization. All right. So um, as far as so I'm in Les Brown's new book. So he has a book coming out, coming out and it's called Ignite the Hunger in You. So that's super exciting because Les Brown is absolutely amazing. So I'm so happy to be a part of his upcoming book. And then also Atlanta Youth Services is my agency. So I'm a government contractor. And through Atlanta Youth Services, we provide, me and my husband provide foster care and drug screening services to children and families in the foster care system. So my husband actually runs the agency and I assist him now. So I was out in the field when we first got started with our agency, but now we are able to hire staff and all that good stuff. We literally started this agency out of the trunk of my SUV and we're still expanding every year. So that is Atlanta Youth Services. I love it. Now tell us more about your books. All right, so Ignite the Hunger in You is a compilation with a lot of amazing uh, speakers that are a part of that. That's really just to help people begin to take action on the things that they said that they wanted to do and help them to become their best level of their selves. Embracing Imperfection is my book that I co-authored with women around the world, 25 women in five different countries. And that book is just to teach women how to embrace the imperfection. Because a lot of times as women, we have, you know, just things that we aren't happy about or we feel imperfect. But when we begin to embrace that and say, you know what, this is just a part of me. This is who I am. Then we begin to go after the things that we really want out of life. So in that book, we have women who are talking about things like drug abuse, felonies, teen pregnancy, just the issues that women are really dealing with. And my goal of creating Embracing Imperfection is because a lot of times we see gurus and different women and they showing you, all, you know, everything they got their degrees and different stuff like that. But what I wanted to do is help women to start where they are, because a lot of us are not there. A lot of us didn't go to school. A lot of us feel imperfect. So Embracing Imperfection takes us back to the heart of where we are and helps women to be able to learn how to overcome obstacles. Um, throughout the book, there's heart work. So each woman that wrote a chapter, at the end she has heart work of how she overcame that drug addiction or overcame getting a felony or overcame teen pregnancy, um, marriage. It, they talk about divorce. Literally everything women go through is in 
in the book. I, I, I haven't seen anything that's been missed. So that is Embracing Imperfection. Pre-orders start this week. So I'm super excited about that. I love it. Now, tell us more about the Own Your Story Challenge. Yes. So Own Your Story Challenge is something that I created um, really after going through the process of putting together Embracing Imperfection and talking with the women, it was like I came up with the idea to do this, but it was literally so, so amazing, just the journey. And so a big part of why all of this came about, so everything I do is it's steps and processes. So when I started my agency, women would reach out to me and they would want to know how to start their own agency or how to make an impact. But what I found is that a lot of women can't move forward because of the story that they tell themselves. And so then embracing imperfection came about. And so in embracing perfection, like I said, you get to see real women with real stories. So then those women from the book, along with a lot of phenomenal women from the Hungry to Speak program, a part of Les Brown's program, came together to create this challenge so that we can now have this ripple effect of people who are owning their stories, standing on their stories and not in their stories and just becoming the best version of themselves. So in the challenge, people from all around the world come together and walk in their truth. And then what I love about it is from the challenge, not this one, so this is our first one, we'll be doing it again, but the next one, we will have Embracing Imperfection Volume 2. And so my goal is from the challenge, you own your story, you can put it in the next compilation book. And then from there, you learn how to make an impact. So if you can kind of see how it's circling back around, because we have to start with the story that we're telling ourselves about who we are and what we can achieve. And there is levels to it. So that's what I really want. I want to help women make an impact, but we have to unpack a lot of the things in the stories that they tell their sales before getting into making an impact. So that is on your story challenge. There are women from all around the world coming together. Men too. It was some men in there last night. Today is day two. So they are coming together and just really owning their stories and their truth. And so that's what the on your story challenge is. I love it. Now, tell us more about the major challenge that you had to overcome in your life. So for me personally, my mom passed away when I was 13 years old unexpectedly. And so that's where my journey of instability began. Prior to my mother passing away, I feel like I was living a dream life, honestly. So it was me, my mom, my grandmother, and my great-grandmother. and we were, my grandmother loved to call us the four generations. So I had generational love and abundance. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And so that was my life growing up. It was all about us. And so my, my great-grandmother was a baker and uh, my grandmother was a singer and a pianist. And my mother loved to beatbox and rap and she did poetry. And then I was a Girl Scout, a junior police cadet, and I sang operetta at the Detroit Fox Theater. So that was my life. My life every day was an adventure. So when my mother 
passed away unexpectedly at 13, my whole world flipped upside down for everybody. All of us, it was pretty, her passing away was a loss for everybody in the family. And it's like, things just kind of went down from there. So my mom passed away and then my grandmother ended up developing cancer and found out she uh, was diagnosed with cancer on my mother's birthday the following year. And then she ended up passing away. So my grandmother had took me in and she passed away. And so when she passed away, I was moving from home to home, living with different family members, neighbors, and different stuff like that. Couldn't really ever adjust. And then my great-grandmother ended up passing away. So the four generations was gone. So it was just like I was living this dream life, and all of a sudden I was living a nightmare. Like literally it was no in-between. And so then I found out that I was pregnant at 18 years old with my daughter, and I was a freshman in school at the time. And so that's when I was like, you know what? I had to make the decision. Either I can be the victor or the victim in my life. And what I chose was not to be a volunteer victim. So I continued to go to school. I continued to persevere. And at 22 years old, I graduated with my bachelor's degree. And at 25 years old, I went on to start my legacy business, Atlanta Youth Services, which, like I told you earlier, is a business that I started out of the trunk of my SUV. So um, I've never been in foster care, but I definitely understand the journey of instability. And so from then, I started to work with teen girls. And then I started to train administrators and I became a consultant for foster care agencies, which I still do now um, on a needed basis, not all the time. But if a foster care owner reaches out to me, I do help other foster care agencies to be able to um, serve children and families in foster care. So now my husband is actually still out in the field along with um, our other employees. And so um, I really just kind of, I'm at home with my kids now because now I have three children. So I'm at home with them, kind of just making sure that everything is running, everybody's in compliance, getting trained and all that good stuff. So yeah, so that's that's my story. And that's how I took my that's how I own my story was by saying, like, I'm not going to let these situations define me, but instead help children who may have went through that same instability. Very inspiring. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? My best advice would be to embrace your imperfections. So that is my advice to anybody who is like, you know what? I have these dreams. I want to walk in my purpose, but I'm scared. All of us have some type of imperfection. So I, I have what I like to call the four P's. That's um, So it's four types of people in this world. Either you are a perfectionist, you are patient, you are persistent, or you are passionate. That's my four P's. And so a lot of times we look at people and it may be somebody who is more patient. The patient person is the one that's like, you know what, I'm going to just wait. That's what over 36% of people in our country are a patient personality. So uh, this is research backed up. I just changed the names to fit with my brand. So about 36% of people in the world have this patient personality, which is 
one day, one day everything will fall out the sky and work out. And it don't really happen like that. And then we have our perfectionist personality who is like, you know what, I'm going to start on it, but they never get finished with it because it's, it's something not good enough. Every time they go back, it's, it's something about that thing that stopping them from moving forward or because they critique themselves, they believe others are critiquing them, then they don't move forward. The next one is the persistent personality. The persistent personality is the one who is like, I'm going to get out, I'm going to grind, and I'm going to get it, and I'm going to do this thing. But the thing is, they work a little bit too hard, and they don't really um, take help that well. And then you have the passionate personality who has all the energy, and they'll go out and they'll do it, but then they got this shiny object syndrome. So then they on to the next thing. So they never really stick to one thing. And the good thing about the patient personality is that they make a really good team member. So I want to make sure that I say good things, too, about each personality. And so, um, so yeah, so those are the four types of people. When you begin to understand which one of those you are, then you understand which one you're not, which one you're imperfect at. And you can find people to help you. So, for instance, I am a persistent, passionate personality. And my husband is a patient perfectionist. So together, I know that he's better at organization, that he's better at making sure all the details are there. That doesn't make me imperfect. You got to say like that don't make me a bad person because I'm not that. It, I know where my strengths lie. I know where I have to find people to fill in those gaps. So when you begin to change your thinking to that, now I know you don't have to go that in depth. That's just me. My degree is in social work. So in psychology, so I'm all about like uh, mind hacks and different things like that. But when you begin to say, you know what? That's just not who I am. Let me go out and, and build a community with people who can push me, who can help me, who can collaborate and who can grow. So that's my advice. When you want to walk in your purpose, don't do it alone. Find out who you are. Find out what your strengths are and then find people to complement those things that you're not good at. Absolutely amazing. Now, where can the audience find you, Jessica? So they can find me on any Anywhere you listen to podcasts um, at the Jessica Moore Show and then also at jessicatmore.com. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Jessica at jessicatmore.com. And Jessica, thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a great day. Thank you. You too.